0: Okay, well, this is a new thing for me today, what I'm going to be doing, um, i put this here, oh, I'll take it out for a minute. Um, today, what I wanted to do is go over the purpose behind this podcast, um, what my own thoughts are. What my desires are to for myself to get out of doing this, for anybody who chooses to listen to get out of this. And I just want to um express where I'm coming from, some of my beliefs. I want to like state like a baseline. I wanna I wanna go over what my mission statement is for the Rebellion of Excellence podcast. Now I'll begin by saying this. I personally believe that much of what um, we are told to look for today and told to strive for and told to aspire towards is incorrect or at least deceiving in nature. I was raised um, to think critically. I was raised not just to about what I'm supposed to think but how to think essentially and I'm not going to claim that I am some sort of professional when it comes to thinking but I I do try my best to look at the situation that I find myself in or I do myself um in a critical manner I apologize if this is coming off a bit jumbled um I'm I'm doing this all on the fly. I don't have a script to it. I do have some notes I'm going to go over um, in a minute here. Um, just to to kind of give myself a structure of um, the, the mission statement that I want to put out here. And I'm going to refine this in the future. This isn't going to be the end-all be-all of what the Rebellion of Excellence podcast is about. And what it stands for. <clears throat> Pardon me. But... I want to at least practice this. This is something that I want to do frequently. Um, one of my goals this year is to, um, get to releasing an episode on a weekly basis and I might have to start, you know, uh, storing up backlogging a few episodes. So maybe get a good busy weekend for myself on the podcast when I'm not busy with work or with some school or with, you know, friends and family type things. Um, and that's going to be a conscious effort that i'm making and i am saying that in the going to sense and i realize that's very uh wishful thinking type um speech so it will it will be going into a written plan and i will be doing that i wonder if you can hear that motorcycle just drove by but let's uh let's begin let's begin by going over some of these notes here. So let's talk about what personal excellence means. Um, As I was saying before, and I think I cut myself off and and continued uh, on without completing the thought, but because we are told what to aspire to and what to seek, and what things are worth lots of, uh, 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 or what things are of high value in life, in social media, and in movies, and on the news, and from government officials, and from influencers, and from, you know, generally famous people. We are being influenced in all sorts of ways to, you know, seek comfort and to seek ease and to seek, you know, the, the fast fix where I believe my generation especially has been raised in, uh, an extreme, um, search for instant gratification. And I believe it is a major detriment to, um, us bringing about our potential. One of the a a quote that I, I find to be very instructive. I can't, let's see if it's in the note. Let's see. I know I've written it down somewhere and it's not in this note. I might've put it in a different one, but, um, I think it was on Joe Rogan and it may have been on Chris Williamson's podcast, the uh, modern wisdom podcast. But in any case, the person speaking to them said that, uh, death is the aggressive pursuit of comfort. And that can actually be applied, um, as well to what I was just saying with, with instant gratification, right? We're seeking all these these things that are going to satisfy us and bring us so much pleasure and bring in you know momentary joy but the long-term reward of those things it it, it it's non-existent you know we we see I personally in my own life have seen that the greatest rewards come from um, working hard on, projects and then watching you know the fruits of them come to fruition watching the results you know become something like worthwhile and meaningful not just to myself because I was doing it but also to other people who find value in what I've created um and I'm going to say all of this based upon my experience you know because in reality I can't speak for anybody else's experience I am not going to claim to be an expert in any way shape or form on personal excellency and a personal excellence, but I am in the pursuit of personal excellence. Again, if you are just now listening for the first time, um, and haven't listened to any former episodes, personal excellence, the name of the, the podcast comes from, uh, Andy Frisella. He has this quote that he says repeatedly on his podcast and in videos of his from his companies. And probably when he's out speaking to people, I've yet to go and listen to him speak. Although I want to someday. Um, he says personal excellence is the ultimate form of rebellion or it is the ultimate rebellion. Now, why do we need to be rebelling or why do we have to have some sort of ultimate rebellion? Right? I believe that here in America, the reason that we are taught to, um, seek comfort aggressively and seek, um, instant gratification and seek these pleasurable things, you know, to eat these really high calorie foods that are super, super sweet that we actually know are really unhealthy for us is because either, you know, depending on what you believe it's satanic influence, the adversary or some really evil people. And I think it's probably a mixture of both. Um, they are seeking the destruction of America. And I'm going to touch base on, on that specifically, um, in a bit here, but if we are to believe in America and in the American dream and the freedom that is afforded to us by the constitution and by this land being established as it is, then we need to rebel against those who seek to enslave us physically and spiritually, financially, um, mentally, right within, our, within the educational system too. Um, and so in order to rebel against that, each and every person needs to seek to be personally excellent in their daily lives. And let's see, I'm totally jumping around on my own notes right here just from what I'm speaking on. But here... Um, let's go to nationalism uh, since we're just going to be on that topic. Anyways, I tried going to the Webster's dictionary, the 1828 version. I like using that one. I used it a lot in high school for papers I would write. Cause it's like, you can go back and get like a real original definition of things as well as, you know, just look it up on Google and be like, all right, define nationalism. And then it'll give you a definition. So unfortunately the Webster's the 1828 edition didn't have nationalism in there. But, nationalism, as defined via Google, is identification with one's own nation and support for its interests, especially to the exclusion or detriment of the interests or of other nations. Their nationalism is tempered by a desire to join the European Union. Is the sentence it's given, you know what? What a waste. Why did I even read that? Okay, Yes, that is the definition of nationalism, right? It's for it's the identification with one's own nation and support for its interests. So that is true. Nationalism, as I see it and as I feel it, is the aggressive belief in one's nation and pride in one's nation. And I feel that for America, for the United States of America. Um, I believe that this is the greatest nation in the world. It was established as such. It has been established by our father in heaven that the constitution was an inspired document and that the men who created it were inspired to do so in order to guarantee the rights and freedoms that God had already given us as his own children. I believe then that it is a duty to protect those rights and freedoms at all costs, possibly to the point of being considered an extremist in one's beliefs. Um, I mean, I, I will state that I am a nationalist in the sense that I believe in America, I believe in freedom, and I want to defend that at all costs, and I will defend it at all costs. And one of the initial things that I can do at this moment with the ability that I have and with the interests that I have is to document my own growth and my own experience in life and how my ideas change and formulate. And I want to do that through this podcast. And I want to document that, right. And put it out for possibly the benefit of others. Should people choose to listen to this? And I'm not expecting there to be, you know, tons and tons and tons of people listening to this. Somebody, people keep uh, repeating this, this line that, um, there are like a thousand podcasts started in an hour. I don't know that that's necessarily true, but just by like, a small search of, like, comedy podcasts or self-improvement podcasts or exercising podcasts on Spotify. You can, like, scroll through, like, a couple hundred, you know, before you, like, find one that you're going to want to listen to or find one that you recognize a name from. So there are a lot out there. So there is a possibility that there might be a thousand made an hour. So I'm not saying that this is going to be, you know, some groundbreaking um, new development in content or in ideas, but I want to expose myself to, um, a, a greater amount of influence from other people who have better uh, or, or more experience than I do people that can be mentors for me and whether they know it or not, or whether, you know, I keep them, you know, in constant contact with myself. Um, but to grow from them and grow from learning from them and, and talking to them and picking their brain on different ideas and maybe finding ideas that we disagree on and then benefiting from the discussion on those and maybe even bringing about some new ideas into my mind. I wanted to pull up a text that I received... From one of my mom's friends. I hope I'm not outing anybody here. Um, (laughs) Now, um, this was after I had released some of my first episodes. Um, One of my mom's friends had gone and listened to them, and was congratulating me on like, you know, doing this, finally doing something, you know, like putting something out there, Um, because I I have been contemplating and talking about doing this podcast for a long time um at least two years uh leading up to the point when I first released my episode on October 19th or 20th I believe um and essentially um I was I was saying oh basically this I said exciting indeed she was saying you know it's exciting um You know, to be living in this time, there's a lot of, like, new things happening, new ideas to be discussed. I said over the past two years since being home from my mission, and even on my mission, really, I've felt that it is uh, now so necessary for people my age to be extremely vocal. I I think the word extreme has such a negative connotation to it, but we need to be extremists in standing for truth and the beliefs that we hold dear. And she says, I love that you use words like extreme and rebellion to explain your intent. The adversary is using our language and twisting meanings of words that were once considered good to serve his purposes. And she goes on, I love that you're doing the same thing in the opposite direction. So that was an awesome, very encouraging um, bit to receive that The idea that there is an adversary pushing against truth, pushing against um, national pride, pushing against freedom, and using those things like patriotism, um, nationalism, uh, freedom, like all all these different terms are, are now weaponized by many people in order to turn people off to the ideas that they actually promote and that they actually are. So if I am to expand my, uh, man, I don't want to be saying a lot and I really hope I haven't so far. I want to expand my ability to formulate my sentences, formulate my thoughts and express them in a direct and meaningful way that is impactful for other people. Because I feel that that is part of the a way I can become personally excellent and be a benefit to, if nothing else, a small group of people that are immediately around me. Let's return to these notes here. Okay, for record's sake, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to pause right here actually We will continue in just a moment Man oh man I am so lucky The camera was recording the whole time That's not why I paused um, I went to grab this book Right here Okay Um, I want to talk about What does personal excellence look like for me I know I've stated some of that What do I hope to achieve through doing this podcast, and I've I've done some of that. Um, And what do I hope for my listeners to take away, we've covered that. I want to talk about who I am, what I stand for, and a few other things, we'll get to those. So, I have been reading this book, hoping that the lighting is nice on it right here this is the book on mental toughness from andy frisella this is his latest book he had another one 75 hard that went over the 75 hard program um which is just the initial phase to the live hard program so he wrote this book excuse me in order to um further explain what the actual live hard program is in totality and go a little more in depth on mental toughness and how it is developed and the importance of developing mental toughness. Now, mental toughness, I believe, is a major aspect that we must all develop in order to become personally excellent and that if we are mentally tough, being personally excellent is that much easier. So it kind of goes hand in hand. You kind of have to develop one to develop the other and vice versa. So that way you can build upon them. Now in chapter 17 of the book on mental toughness, he's talking about um, business specifically in this chapter. This chapter is the rise of the CEO, which is uh, the initial project that he began um, for his, or the initial, the initial podcast that he began. And it was mostly just business related. Um, some like, you know, life and motivational things too, but it was business focused. Um, so he, uh, he's talking here about why he began it because he was basically angry with seeing all these people, these gurus, um, selling programs online about entrepreneurship and business and he'd already spent, you know, 15 years I think at this point um building a now I think at this nine or eight figure business um and he'd gone through a lot of crap. Started out with like $12,000 sleeping in the back room of this supplement store that he and his buddy opened at 19. So then after like 15 years or 16 years He's seeing all these people, like, selling programs, and they've done nothing. They haven't completed anything. They haven't created anything. They haven't actually worked that hard. So he was watching people kind of get scammed, basically, out of money, hoping, you know, with all these aspirations to become entrepreneurs and business owners and getting crap, basically. And so he wanted to start something that was going to teach people real-life lessons. Pardon me. I just chugged a bunch of water, and I have some burps coming out here. Um, So he says, I learned in real life what it took to create a winning culture, to attract, cultivate, to attract and cultivate loyal customers and to scale business from one retail store to a full out vertically integrated multimillion dollar empire. Now, as I read that, I wanted to, I wrote in here to think of these principles and apply them to the culture of personal excellence. So if we're going to reread that in a different sense, he was learning and he is teaching. And in order to cultivate, this is, or this is what I want to cultivate in my life. I want to through, I want to, through being personally excellent, cultivate a winning culture. I want to inspire other people around me or encourage other people around me to seek to win At all the things I do that's in a spiritual sense in a physical sense, right? Make your body better, right? Become healthier lose weight or gain weight depending on you know, where you're at what your goals are You know become stronger have like better endurance, you know, just be healthy overall spiritually, you know feel the spirit stronger be more connected to those close relationships that you have and, and find the spiritual benefit that comes through, you know, perfecting yourself and, and not to make yourself perfect in this life, but, you know, becoming better, becoming excellent. Um, financially, I mean, there is, there is no detriment to a good person in, in the financial sense, if they become, you know, a, a winner. And I'm saying that through my lack of experience in that field, but that is what I seek to do. I seek to make myself excellent in all these different fields till I can create a culture of winning. And that's, okay, and that, let's pause here. This is so jumbled. I know it's going to annoy some of you listening, and it's already annoying me. That is really the purpose behind the podcast is if I can affect anybody around me, if you, even if it's just one person, and that person come to me and we can talk about the things that I've talked with other people about on this podcast. And then we create a culture within just between ourselves of winning and encouraging each other to be better and do better. Done. Great. I've succeeded in this endeavor. Then I also want to attract and cultivate loyal loyal people. It says loyal customers. I'm trying to think of how to translate that into this idea, this this paradigm Um, this, this frame of thinking, I want to attract and cultivate a culture of loyal people, loyal to me, loyal to themselves, loyal to the principles that they establish for themselves. And actually I like, I like that actually loyal to themselves. That's an idea, um, that several people I listen to have been talking about recently that if you want to be successful in life, And you want to achieve your goals. And this has probably come about recently because it is the new year. You need to set goals and then follow through. And you have to do that by doing the minor things. You know, Um, not skipping out on the last minute of your workout. If you say that you're going to work out for a 45-minute workout, right? Don't work out 44 minutes or 44 minutes and 47 seconds and be like, Ah, it's okay. You know, I I can leave now. I'm done, right? You... If you cheat yourself out on the minor things repeatedly, even though you told yourself you were going to do those things, you are cultivating a culture of disloyalty, of dishonesty. You are lying to yourself constantly, and that is only going to perpetuate the idea that you have of yourself within your own mind, that you are a liar, that you do not follow through with your promises, that you do not hold up your end of the deal. Let's continue back to the book here. Okay, here we go. This is an interesting idea because this can apply to you individually, to your family, to the nation. It is to scale up a business from one small retail store to a full to a full out vertically integrated empire. I skipped over the multi-million dollars. So let's go here. You want to scale yourself from being just one individual to a individual influenced by others, but also influencing others in such a way that you create an empire of this culture of excellence. If each individual person, now we can go to the Ponzi scheme or pyramid scheme idea, if each individual person can affect just two people or three people below them, And we can keep it down basic to two. If you can just affect two people below you and between you three, you're encouraging each other and creating a culture of importance. But then those two people or three people individually are affecting others beneath them. You create this vertically integrated full-on empire. You go from being an individual unit seeking excellence to encouraging others to seek excellence and therefore creating An empire of, of people all seeking to better themselves and not for selfish reasons but because they know it is what's right and they know that it is only going to benefit them. Okay, that's pretty much all I have on that. I wanted to return here because I had some other things written down Since we're on this topic already, pardon me, that might have been a real loud b- moment there. No, let's go with this. Let's go back. Who am I? This is for a matter of record. And, you know, if if you have something to take away from it, great, you know. Um, I am Kobe Golden Chapman. And I am, first and foremost, a... Son of my Heavenly Father. Um, And with that, I have the destiny, the capability, and the potential to be everything and receive everything that my Father in Heaven uh, has in store for me. Right, Mansions above, we are told in Scripture. Um, I am a son. I um, am a brother older and younger. I have a half brother. Um, I'm a nephew. Um, I am a student and I, not just because I am in a trade school at the moment, but I, I seek to learn at all times through all my experiences in life. Maybe we'll state it this way I am a lover of learning, and I want that to be a priority throughout my life and throughout my family's, my future family's life. I want to cultivate that within um, my my personal family and encourage that for my extended family as well. Um, I am a podcaster in this way, right? I want to um, put out worthwhile information and content. For myself and those close to me who choose to uh, participate in, in listening to this and hopefully in this culture of personal excellence. I am I am a disciple of Jesus Christ and I am seeking to better myself in that realm. Um, as I discussed with Wesley in the last episode, I I truly desire to improve my relationship with my Heavenly Father, and that is an important part of my identity. And I'm hoping that with each of the guests I have, we can discuss to some extent how they have developed that for my own benefit and for anybody's benefit. Um, who may hear it, I may come back to this idea of who I am. Um, it's an interesting thought to, to consider. I was trying to have enough time before I started recording this to, um, read over all these notes and then contemplate them. And I just didn't. And I kind of liked that I didn't, you know, I've written over, I've written down these notes for a couple months now. Um, I've been collecting notes about the mission statement of the podcast and you know, through listening and reading to books and, and podcasts and watching some videos on uh personal development in, in in many forms, I've created this amalgamation of what I want the podcast to become and be. And it's nice to just revisit them on the fly and, and come up off the top of my head with these ideas of, of what I want out of this. Now, here we go. Next question is, what do I stand for? I partially covered that through stating my identity as to who I am, but I stand as a witness of Jesus Christ. That is a role that I took on officially and was set apart for for two years um, as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And before that, and since then, I have cultivated more so at other times and less so at certain times, um, my testimony of Jesus Christ I feel that part of the pursuit of personal excellence is to be an example of the things that you stand for. Part of what being personally excellent is or means is that if you have principles or morals that you live your life by, you actually live your life by those. You stand for those principles. sir. So, so, to those who are of a different religious belief than me, it means standing for those religious beliefs. You know, I'm not here to impose or, or declare someone else's uh, religious beliefs as incorrect or wrong. We believe differently. But if you believe those things, then stand by them. And that is part of the spiritual sense of becoming personally excellent. I need to do better at that. I do um, slip up in, in my discipleship, in my pursuit of being spiritually strong and being a representative of the things that I believe. I don't need to get into the detail of those things. I've, I've contemplated that. You know, do I, do I mention uh, the specific with specificity, the points at which I struggle in that area? And I, as as of right now, I don't feel that it is necessary for me to specify what specific transgressions I struggle with um, on a daily basis or, you know, infrequently, but still do struggle with them. Um, I don't I don't feel I need to at this moment. But it is fair to say that you know. We all struggle with, with living up to our beliefs and standing for our beliefs. But we seek to do that and we seek to improve how often and how well we do that. And that is part of being personally excellent. Um, I stand for or I try to represent and live um, American freedom. Freedom is guaranteed in the constitution and outlined in the constitution part of doing that is this podcast as i've said before i try to uh, post frequently on my instagram the things which i believe or find to be a reflection of my beliefs on freedom and what that means and in defense of that And just as my mom's friend said, I think it is important that we live our lives and live for the things that we believe to an extreme, right? We need to be unrelenting. Um, this is something that I think it was George George Janko, when he was interviewing Andrew Tate, um, pointed this out. Or maybe Andrew Tate pointed this out. But they were talking about the unrelenting um, enthusiasm with which And this may be a totally misrepresentation, or at least the incorrect phrasing of what this is, but it is the like stone cold belief and standard with which the uh, with with which members of Islam hold um, hold sacred their beliefs. You know, they don't allow for people to mock their beliefs and and ridicule. Um, them for holding their beliefs and then they were discussing George Janko and Andrew Tate were discussing the fact that within the Christian community it is not really that way and that is something that I, I believe part of having freedom we need to uphold right so spiritually or religiously we should be unrelenting and unwavering in the defense of our faith and freedom or our beliefs pardon me, not freedom, but faiths, faith and belief. And then on the freedom end of things, I believe that is extremely important that we do not allow for the minor inconvenience of defense of our freedom to cloud our judgment and keep us from defending the rights that we have been given by God. I believe that is part of the major issue with what is going on in America today and part of the reason that personal excellence is so important because if we are personally excellent in the many aspects of our lives that I've discussed, we are not going to accept mediocrity in our, in our belief or mediocrity in our government. That would be Uh, encouraging of certain people to remove our rights. I think so much of the problems today that we face are, are because people are so accepting of mediocrity in their own performance in life that, you know, it's just a, you know, punch the clock, do my job, leave when it's time, and, you know, don't put my heart and soul into these things or, you know, don't, don't be passionate. Don't go to your school board meetings. Don't go to your, your, uh, county meetings. Sorry. Don't go and vote in person. Um, when, when you can, it's like, there's, there's so much of a, uh, let's see, is this correct pronunciation? Lack of, lackadaisic. sounds totally wrong. There's so much of a, a laid back feeling to living in America as opposed to being involved and being vigorous with your with your love of freedom i think part of being personally excellent in America is that we need to get back to loving America loving freedom being patriotic you know we need to remove the negative connotation that comes with those words or that is propagated by evil people about those words We need to be unrelenting in our belief in freedom and our belief in people to do what is right and to be good to each other. What else do I stand for? I stand um, for for a a general. Uh, oh well, I guess maybe saying it. I stand for this is the wrong way to go about it. But some of the things that I believe in, um, is, is this principle that, um, Matt Clayton, and I hope he doesn't mind me using his name, but one that I I learned from him, uh, via proxy through my mom, my mom worked with him, um, at this school slope school and something he would say to her constantly, um, is that he tries to assume goodwill and people right if they and he works is mostly working with children um at the school actually he works with a lot of other people in the in in, in different uh business ventures but when working with these children right they might say something silly or or kind of rude to a teacher or to each other or they do something kind of you know out of hand in a way or or make a mistake in this way right and as the adult kind of facilitating what's going on at the classroom and trying to you know, guide them. My mom would be getting some some like major stress going on, or worried about this kid or that kid or whatever. You know, worried about maybe some of the the classroom relationships, and then would come to him and be you know chatting with him and, and counseling, trying to figure out you know what's the best way to go about solving this problem or. helping the children to solve this problem and he would be like you know i'm just i always try to assume goodwill so first go into that discussion of trying to resolve the issue assuming that everybody involved had the best intent going into it and that they made some mistakes along the way you know I, i think that could play a a huge um benefit to people in our daily lives and i'm trying to get better at this i I do think about it pretty consciously on a daily basis though I try to whenever I'm involved with working with other people assume that they want the best and and in reality that is pretty true I mean there are maybe a few people or there's a minor number of people minor percentage of people that when you're working with them or when you're interacting with them in in, in a store or like at you know uh, a restaurant or something that you know they intend to do you harm or they intend to you know be a problem to other people most of the time everybody is intending to do well by each other and so think about those situations from your own perspective or from their perspective if if that were you in their shoes that you know oh it's a misunderstanding but I wanted this to be a beneficial relationship or experience or exchange of whatever for both of us and that is, is like a basic belief that I'm trying to live more by let's see if there's any other note I want to continue on with this this doesn't really need to be a super long episode I just wanted to kind of work out the kinks of of going through a individual podcast and I think I've kind of warmed up into this and I'm hoping that I don't seem too distracted or, or too jumbled with this and I know it totally is but we'll get better as we go Oh, this is a statement I'd like to make and most likely expound upon, um, with future guests and in future solo episodes, but this is something that I truly believe. Actually, this is something I know to be true. And I'm going to say it that way because that's exactly the principle. Truth is objective. I strongly, I I hate the term your truth or my truth. I hate it when people use that it, it annoys me to no end when somebody states that, you know, oh, they're just living their truth. And I hear this from both people on the left and the right, and it's, it is agitating. I think it is a major step back from reality, and I think it comes about through people trying to be overly diplomatic on certain things, and there is an end to the level of diplomacy that one should have, especially when it comes to truth. I bear what may be deemed or considered um, some over-the-top beliefs or maybe, you know, too hardline beliefs on certain topics, but they are based in reality. There are things that are true and there are things that are false. There are not your truths There is your perspective and you are going to live your life based on your perspective But your perspective does not sway truth And that is an important principle that I seek to live by and that I know to be true And that I know if I do live my life in that way That I will Position myself In the best way possible to To Live in a beneficial way to those around me But also in a way that's going to benefit me You know I I will be grounded In something and not be swayed by the whims of man and by the, the strange ideas that are going to be thrown around because things of of a strange nature that are in opposition to truth are being developed and thrown around and, and, and propagated all the time. You know, this whole like, uh, gender confusion and the whole, um, you know, right and wrong when it comes to uh marriage and you know um heterosexual versus homosexual relationships those things have all been floating around for a long time or even pedophilic pedophile type relationships anyways pervert stuff with kids all these things have been thrown around for a long time but there is truth when it comes to those topics there is reality and we have to be firm in standing for those things i believe that personally is, is part of personal excellence to stand by those things and to learn that you are better off standing by those principles and by those truths than to um, submit your will and your freedom to others who seek to oppress you by changing reality I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to end right here just right with that because now's a good time I, I could go on and get a little more amped up and, and, and say things that would anger more people, but not that actually, you know what? No, it's not my, it's not my purpose or my duty to try and not in, enrage other people by stating what I believe and stating what I know to be true, but I'm not going to stop because I might anger people. Let's just put it that way, but I'm going to stop there. I think this is a good spot to end and I want to continue um, doing these solo episodes. I, I actually really enjoy this. I want to, as I go through some books that I'm I'm reading, including uh, the book on mental toughness, I'll write down some notes and, and then, you know, bring them here and then hash out those ideas in my head. So I have a recording or, or, or documentation of these things as they develop in my mind and we'll continue in that way. So thank you. Thank you for joining me on this. If you have been listening, if you haven't, sweet, you know, peace out to you. Um, but I want to continue doing this. I want to get to the point where I am releasing episodes on a weekly basis. And if you have listened to this whole thing and you have some some uh, criticism that might be beneficial to me, send it my way. Um, there's a comment section at the very bottom of this on I know on Spotify, I don't know about Apple Music or Apple podcasts, but on Spotify, there's a, a por- portion where you can, you know, it says like, how did you like the episode or whatever fill it in, you know, with whatever you'd like. Um, I do post some of them mostly just because the ones that I got have, have, have been like, yay, you know, good, good for you. Good job doing this. Um, and maybe you'll write something that is critical and maybe not. Um, and it might go up and might not. So Anyways, thank you very much. This has been the Rebellion of Excellence.